I want to take this opportunity uh, when closing the tour to talk a little bit about someone we haven't spoken about in this tour before. That is the architect of the building. We are not 100% sure who designed the building, but the leading theory is a very famous figure in British Columbia's history. That his name is Francis Mawson Rattenbury, certainly the most famous architect and one of the most famous British Columbians in the province's history. Francis Mawson Rattenbury was born in Leeds in England. Rattenbury didn't show much interest in the family business. Uh, instead, his father apprenticed him with his uncle, Mawson, uh, who ran Mawson and Mawson, an architectural firm. Rattenbury uh, showed some promise as a young apprentice, uh, but quickly saw that there was no real future for him in architecture in England. And like many other young men of his time, was attracted by promises of wealth to British Columbia and Vancouver, uh, which to him seemed to be the perfect place to launch a new career. After all, a new city meant there would be lots of new building opportunities for him, and he could make his mark on what he saw as a brand new blank slate for civilization. Rattenbury arrived here in Vancouver in 1992, and he set up shop in Gastown. In fact, his shop was right next door to Rhodey's original print shop, which is why we suspect that Rattenbury was involved with the construction of this house. The other reason we believe it is because our oral history from the children of the Rhodey family remember their mother frequently cursing Rattenbury for not building a storage basement to this house. Rattenbury, uh, when he designed the house, probably would have only done the basic design before passing it off to the builders. Why? Well, because he shortly thereafter, in 1993, won the contract to something a lot more important. That was the Parliament buildings for the new province, which would be in Victoria, BC. You may wonder how Rattenbury, as an architect with virtually no experience building buildings on his own, won that competition. Well, it was anonymous, and Rattenbury submitted his name only as a British Columbia architect. Panel really liked his design, and he made it through to the second round, where he impressed with an even more grandiose design. The uh, panel was a little concerned, however, when they found out exactly who had won their competition, and they asked him for some proof that he could actually carry through his design, some sort of experience. Rattenbury was happy to provide loads of examples of his work that he had built, he said, in England. All of these buildings had in fact been built by the firm Mawson & Mawson, most of them before he was born. But as this was before the advent of quick and easy communications across the Atlantic, British Columbians at the time believed him. And when the Parliament buildings were completed four years later, well, no one could really argue that they looked magnificent. Rattenbury's inexperience did show a little bit, however. They'd gone tremendously over budget. The initial budget had been approximately $500,000. Rattenbury spent $900,000, which was at the time one-third of the province's entire annual budget. 
Rattenbury uh, went on to have a stellar career in British Columbia, but he was brought down by his own hubris and by love. Rattenbury had married, but his marriage to his first wife, Florence, it grew a little stale, and Rattenbury soon took up in the early 1920s with a new flame. Her name was Alma, and she was 20 years his junior, a pianist at the Crystal Gardens, another of Rattenbury's creations, which now sits behind his famous Empress Hotel. Rattenbury uh, fell in love with Alma from the first, but his wife refused to give him a divorce that he could marry Alma instead. So Rattenbury decided to force her hand by bringing Alma home each night where they would carry on downstairs, playing piano, partying, and laughing while Florence and the children waited upstairs for it all to end. Finally, Rattenbury grew so frustrated that he shut off the power to the house in the middle of the winter to force his wife to give him a divorce. This worked, but it destroyed Rattenbury's reputation in Victoria, and eventually, in 1925, humiliated and ostracized, he and Alma were forced to leave Victoria and British Columbia forever. But the story didn't end there. Rattenbury and Alma settled in Bournemouth in England. Unfortunately, their reputation preceded them, and Rattenbury didn't find much work. The start of the Great Depression meant as well that uh, there were no buildings to be built anymore in England, and Rattenbury and Alma soon fell on hard times. Alma grew depressed, and seeking companionship, she took up in her own turn with their 18-year-old chauffeur, George Bowman. Unfortunately for both Alma, George, and Rattenbury, turns out that George was extremely jealous. And one night, while Rattenbury was sleeping in his armchair, George bludgeoned Rattenbury to death with a carpenter's mallet. This gruesome crime turned into the trial of the century. Uh, As big as the most famous celebrity trials of our time. Public opinion turned firmly against Alma, blaming her for corrupting an innocent young man named George. However, at the trial, the judge found that, in fact, Alma had not been responsible and that George was sentenced to die. Alma committed suicide three days later. However, to finish this story, it must be mentioned that George did not, in fact, go to the gallows. Public opinion had his sentence commuted to only life imprisonment. And when the Second World War broke out, George was set free so he could go fight. When he came home safe from the war, he was a free man and lived to the age of 70 in Bournemouth and never did anything exciting for the rest of his days. That brings the end to this story, which is a a little bit scandalous. We like to think that the Rody House is perhaps the least exciting party of a very exciting story by Rattenbury. I hope you enjoyed that story, and I hope you enjoyed all of the tour that you had here at the Roadie House Museum. Have a great day.